Welcome to another episode of Trending Up with Edgar de Leon and Sebastian Lopez. We hope you enjoy and are challenged to live life differently as you keep trending up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Trending Up. Before we jump into today's episode, just want a little uh, want to announce a little thing we're doing. Not little, I guess, but it's something exciting. Uh, God has been good with this podcast. We're super excited that it's uh, reaching you guys, that you guys are taking the time to listen to it, and we really appreciate it. Uh, I know at the end of, at the outro of the podcast, we always invite you guys to subscribe and to like it and comment. And uh, But we really uh, do appreciate your feedback. And if you have more feedback, feel free to just shoot us an email. Uh, our email is trendingup.se at gmail.com. And uh, or if you want to, you know, subscribe and, and rate us and on Apple Podcasts, you can do so. But we're doing this new thing. We're calling it the Trenders segment. And we just want to highlight and profile individuals who are willing to share their journey with God. And so if you're one of these individuals that you feel that you are a trender in the sense that you are trending up, that you are t journeying with us and you have been journeying with God and you're willing to talk about your story, reach out to us. Once again, our email is trending up dot se at gmail.com you can also find more of our information and contact info at our website which the link is in the show notes here so if you're wanting to talk about your story and you're willing to come on board with us for a, for an episode we would love that we want to highlight individuals who are just you know in their struggles with god growing and, and just trending up so uh look we look forward to this uh, new segment called trenders we'll be releasing soon um so, yeah, so moving now to this episode that we have today, uh, this episode, honestly, is a little different. You know, uh, if you've been following with us, if we've been going through the different episodes in the beginning, you have noticed that we've been trying to lay the foundation and the what's important in our relationship with God. How do we connect? Right. How do we communicate? You know, yeah. taking on the idea yep. of relationships. And but today's a little different in light of the events that have occurred in New Zealand uh, just this last weekend. Uh, today is March 19th, just in case you're wondering when we're recording this. Uh, but we decided to really comment and put our voice into the dialogue. And so before we jump into our thoughts, Edgar, you, do you want to catch us up with uh, the yeah, story? Yeah, for sure. What's for sure. Uh, we just want to give a quick, quick recap of what happened uh, this past weekend. So essentially, the story is like this. There was a shooting at two mosques or Islamic centers. One was called uh, the Al-Nur Mosque. And the second one was at the Linwood Islamic Center in Christchurch, New Zealand. So we, right. we, we want to make sure that you're not confused. It's, it wasn't at, at Christchurch. It's, it's not a building, but it's actually a town or a city. And right, it happened right, right. at Christchurch, New Zealand. Uh, mm -hmm. A gentleman went, I can't say gentleman, wow. <laughs> this man went right, right, to right. Um, two mosques and started to shoot during their Friday prayer time. So for those who uh, understand or have met Muslim people, they have designated times that they have prayer. And right. this man showed up to these um, center of, uh, of this religious experience for the Muslim community right. and shot during right. their prayer time. So when people are, are with the most vulnerable time man. for people is during right. prayer, right? right. So right. he shot up these two mosques and killed at least 50 people and injured 50 more. Uh, this man is uh, is was uh, described as someone who 
uh, is a white supremacist who wants to um, that, that believes that he has the right to uh, to hurt these people um, in order to help his own uh, mm. ethnicity or his own what he would say people. Um, yeah. This as it, it's it's no secret that uh, throughout the last 15, 20 years, uh, public shootings have been happening from Las Vegas to schools and now in New Zealand with mosques uh, right, uh, right. against the Muslim people. Right. Um, and uh, this is considered the deadliest mass shooting in the modern New Zealand history. Uh, this is a, a quick recap. And um, it's, first of all, um, wow, right? Right. Uh, right. Typically, uh, what's been happening in the United States, we've heard of churches, of Christian churches, so a different religion um, being attacked by people who um, who who can are they have their own agendas essentially, whether um, it's it's for political reasons or for race reasons or for religious reasons, uh, they have been attacking churches. So then now we hear about this uh, mosque shooting, right? Um, and uh, we we want to clarify that uh, we don't want we do uh, Sebastian like we don't want to pick a side, right? We want to say any type of violence, uh, whether from a Christian background or from a Muslim background or from a white supremacist background or from a, for like Sebastian, like Chicano or Mexican right, background, right. that it won't be tolerated. It doesn't matter who you are. Well, you will uh, be scrutinized. And um, right. I, violence I believe is not okay. It's not accepted, right? Yeah, no, right, for sure. Right. Yeah, violence is not accepted. Right. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, and man, <laughs> it just kind of leaves you speechless, right? Um, yeah. Uh, like like Edgar was saying, right? We don't. We just want to be clear that we we don't support any violence towards any groups of people or you know individuals, faith communities, and whatnot. Uh, but this one, man, this was just this is this one really hurts, right? Because it's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, uh, hey, so, it, have you felt man. numbed, Sebastian? Have you felt numbed? I, I, yeah. I have. I, I, I will yeah. be vulnerable. I I see, like on Twitter, um, if there's a shooting, I'm like, right. I'm like, oh, right. there's another right. shooting. Right. You know, I, I, have you have we gotten accustomed to it? I think so, man. I think, and I, yeah, I definitely agree. You just, you know, especially on Twitter, you're just there like, oh, another shooting. Okay. So it's, it just kind of becomes the norm, which is so sad to say, to have to admit that shootings have definitely become a way of life for us, especially for, you know, those that are, maybe have been born in the 2000s or ni early 90s and or late 90s, where, you know, it's just it just kind of becomes the norm and it's just like oh okay instead of asking like what there's a shooting it's like oh where was it this time right or yeah how many people died this time is this the yeah. deadliest one right and um man it's just crazy i was actually listening to a podcast this morning uh called today explained and the topic of the title of that part of the episode was american hate they were speaking about this uh this uh topic of the, the you know the Christchurch shooter and the two mosques and and locations that were were shot at in uh, in New Zealand but they were also talking about you know the US and how this affects the US and whatnot but it was interesting there was this imam that was interviewed imam hendy he's a muslim chaplain at the at Georgetown University and he quotes he says that 
this isn't just an attack on the Muslim community, right? He says, what happened in New Zealand is an attack on our human family. It is an attack on every Jew and every Christian, on every Buddhist, every Hindu, and every Sikh. And it is an attack on our very humanity. And therefore, to come together with a united voice saying we all are, we are all united in our fight for peace is what this is all about, right? So there has to be this unity that comes that, whereas we've been saying from the beginning, like, we do not stand for violence. We do not accept it like in no shape or form like violence cannot be tolerated um and an attack on one of these faith groups you know regardless of your dis you know beliefs and ideas is literally an attack on us as well right so we are all united in this issue and what just drives me crazy is just like what used to be safe is no longer safe you know edgar like yeah like you would think you know okay you're going to school like you're fine usually when you were small like it was outside of school you know trying to go home if that was if you were taking the bus if you were walking or whatever if you're at home like in your in your neighborhood or something that's when it was not safe but being at school was like the safest place you could be at and that all changed yeah. right with like i think sandy Hook. i don't know if there was one before i'm sure there was but that's kind of like the clearest one where it's just like man even like elementary middle schools are not safe and then you move yeah. now into the church into the faith realm where people as you were saying like the most vulnerable position and, and, and location for many where they are just worshiping like there is no thought in mind for them to have to be in defense mode at that time right they're worshiping yeah. and then someone comes in and just i just can't imagine like i'm trying to put myself in that situation like i'm preaching this sabbath this saturday and to think of someone just coming in and rushing in and just like like you are not there's never a thought in my mind for myself to have to think like all right, where am I running to if a gunman comes into my church? Like, if we're praying in the middle of this prayer moment at church, like, do I, you know, how do we, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's never a thought. Like, that's never had to have been a conversation. And now we have to have these conversations, right, where it's like, all right, what's our escape route? Or how do we defend ourselves? Or how do we make it, it kind of impossible or harder for shooters to, you know, create the most havoc and whatnot? And it's just crazy. Like I said, what, what used to be safe is no longer safe. Yeah, it's it, wild, it, it, man. It, 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 no, it's really wild. I, um, I've been, I've been uh, preaching for the past four years this June um, at uh, here right. Western New York, and I, I kid you not, there has been uh, like Sabbaths we worship um, as evidence. We worship on Saturday, what we call Sabbath, mm-hmm. um, and there have been moments, Sebastian, where I have personally said, like today, I could because I am. A leader who uh, is the face, you know, when people go to churches, they assume that the pastor is the leader, which is true. Um, and because the pastor is a leader, he's a target for these uh, uh, these terror attacks. And I have said to myself, there could, I could die today. And, and I think it's, uh, it, there have been very few times that I have felt my mortality, like I mm. felt that I could die. And, and, and for like a, a slight second, I'm like, well, you know, as a, as a pastor, I could die because um, uh, we could be a target of terror, terrorism. Right, and right, right, right. I, I have even heard of some pastors who uh, go to church with bulletproof vests. Right, right. You know? or, or they have a, a, a gun. They're concealed and carry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They have a concealed and they, carry. And they, and they have a gun like right under their pulpit or something. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I know that. Um, the the conference, the the people who have given me the opportunity to mm-hmm. serve at the three churches I'm at, 
have given us training on what to do if a gunman shows up to a place of worship. And it, mm. it's it's a reality. I know that oh, my my boss is saying like, look, the, the <laughs> most people like we have, uh, I I guess we've gone through practice mm-hmm. on on how to stop a a, a mass shooting. Right, like right, right, right. you know, uh, typically growing up, I grew up in Los Angeles. We always had earthquake drills, and you know, you yeah. go under your desk, right, right. you cover your neck with your fingers, or fire drills, so, right? Yeah, or fire drills, right? But now we're having these mass shooting drills, and and it's mm-hmm. incredible because um, it, it's it's a really it's more it's coming becoming more common, and um, and I think that uh, we you know we we mentioned that I feel a little numb mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. you know these shootings, but trust me, if this were to happen in the local area that I serve or Mercy. that I I'm at. Right. It's not going to be a numb experience. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, the terror, the 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 post traumatic stress, right, is real. Right, and and I I want people to understand that um, it doesn't matter if you are Muslim or if you're Christian. Like mm-hmm. if one of us, if if we get attacked, we should band together rather than pick sides, mm-hmm. because naturally we want to pick sides. Naturally right, we right, want right, to say, right. well, I'm a Christian mm-hmm. and Muslims are, you know. Ed, uh, etc. Like mm. we can't like as a, as a pastor, I realize that, and and as a as as a man, I realize I'm a son of God mm-hmm. before I'm a I'm a past I'm a pastor or a Christian. So right, right. Our friends who um, died, you know, I I don't know who they are. So the, the people that died, uh, they are children of God as well. Mm. And this terror is is. It's, yeah. it's horrible. It is horrible, um, man. Right? It, it's 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 interesting. I just thought about I I, I don't know what, but or why, but Chani and I uh, were literally just talking about this a couple of weeks ago, where she asked, "What do I do if you're preaching and someone comes in and shoots you and you get shot, right? And it's a non-lethal, yeah, you know, injury." And so we we were just wrestling with that. Like, what does she want? Like, does she run to me and try to? help me does she run to the shooter does she run away so we were rest and so that to the fact that we're having that conversation right of yeah. like okay what should i do when you're preaching if someone comes in and shoots you and like to think that that's normal now oh man it's it is crazy it is crazy no no it, it, it is it is amazing and and i've realized that uh these violent acts on behalf of people uh, it stems from fear, right? Right. Right. That's the. Key. Uh, I've been in conversations with people who, um, who have uh, out of fear, tell me, well, um, you know, this certain demographic is growing, and it's scary because uh, they're different. Mm-hmm. Um, w- what we don't understand, we tend to react in a, um, in a, I guess, in, in a in a way that we shouldn't. And right, this right, right. this gentleman uh, wanted to send a message to the Muslim community mm. that uh, he's willing to kill That's uh, That's for his own right. uh, group of people. Agenda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so did you hear, is... sorry to cut you off, but did you hear um, there was this, I think ah, it was, it was circulating on Twitter. It was supposedly like the, one of the officials, the representatives of the, of the, I don't know if the country, the state, had like I don't know if it was recently I think if it was a couple of years ago where he had said like you know oh Muslims are so aggressive and or or violent and so I wouldn't be surprised if like the same violence that they do 
will be brought back to them, you know, kind of yeah. thing. And you're like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Saying, they're like, what? Like, this is man, an elected official yeah. that's supposed to represent all people. But they just they like you said, like, it's just this fear that we have. And we see it all the time when, when we, we, we fear what we don't understand and we, we don't understand it. Most of the time, we don't take the time to understand it. And right instead, we're, we, we become informed by, by avenues that most of the time, if it's not directly from those things that we fear, um, will be not, it will be, you know, not 100% realistic, right? So you think of that, you know, many people in the Christian faith uh, do not understand Islam and the life of, of Muslims and what they practice and even the call to prayer. You know, I, I remember the first time I went to a, a Middle Eastern country and uh, we went to Morocco. I was a missionary in Poland. We've kind of alluded this, to this before. And I went with my friend Jeremy to Poland and, you know, the call to prayer is ringing there. Um, and every you hear it and because of what you've seen on the news or what you've been told or whatever, it's just or even in movies. Right. You, you hear that and you're like, uh uh-uh. This kind of feels weird. But then yeah, while you're there, you know, we just met amazing people, man. Like it was just amazing. And so it just begins to like when you're exposed and you're you ask questions and and you begin to understand more, then then that fear is lessened and you're like, wow, these are people just like me. You know, they have families, they are working, they believe in something. And uh it's just, you know, we may look differently, we may even dress differently, we may speak different languages. You know, you think of Arabic. And it sounds like, you know, just like German for many of us sounds, it's kind of rough, it's different. But because of what we've been told and shown through movies, through our news, through uh, politics and different things, we, we see that and we're like, oh, automatically like, you just think, oh, that's a terrorist or, you know, you just equate these things. And you're like, man, we fear what we don't understand. And it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. For sure. And, and, and I, I will comment that... Um... We fear, uh, like, the, it, fear is something that has been um, shown in uh, or, or displayed in, like, politics. Yeah. So um, national security is something that's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I agree with that. Now, um, sometimes in order to pass certain, like, laws, mm-hmm. fear is used. Yeah, so it's like a tactic. As, yeah, it's a tactic. So um, there's an idea that like Muslims are, um, they've been violent. You know, they connect that to nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, Christians have been violent too. Right. At, at other t- moments in, in our history, uh, whether it's uh, terrorism on behalf of the of suppo- the supposedly the Muslim community or on behalf of the Christian community, is not acceptable. Right. 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 Um, it, it, it's it's horrible and. I, I think that um, we shouldn't be caught up in the political climate. Like mm. I, I, today's political climate is so it's very toxic, mm. whether you uh, subscribe to CNN or to Fox News, mm-hmm. no matter no matter who, what side of the spectrum of the politics right, right, you're right, on, right, you're right. you're at, uh, you have to say politics is is it can be toxic whether you're liberal or conservative. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you don't say that, then you're showing your bias towards one way and uh there's been times that i feel so disgusted by reading um the 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 articles on uh and and then comments on behalf of people uh it's it's pretty wild pretty uh rough especially as a um we're gonna i'm gonna touch a personal subject Mm -hmm. uh my parents come from mexico right um i was born here in the united states 
there's been this idea in politics over, I don't know, ever since I've been alive that Mexicans are coming into the United States and destroying this country and they moved into California. And I, I remember taking talking to a gentleman. And, right. Yeah. T- taking jo- I remember talking to this gentleman saying that he was so mad that the, the community that he lived in, um, it, where, where he grew up in, was eventually overtaken. Uh, his idea that it was overtaken by people uh, like me, uh, because I'm a son of immigrants. And uh, we see that the most people... He told you that like, to your face? He said like... You. Yeah, no, he told this to my face. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, we, we see that, uh, you know, the world changes, mm. and, you know, demographics mm. change, you know, um, but that shouldn't lead you to hate. Right. And hate leads to violence. Mm. And then violence leads to more violence. Right. So it doesn't matter like what you believe in, but we tend to be more violent if uh, violence comes beforehand. Like violence continues to right. snowball. Right. It continues to get worse. So it's never right. the answer. Right, right, right. Right, man. Yeah, like you're saying, man, we just, like we've been saying, we fear what we don't understand. Um, whether that be with Muslims, with immigrants, as you've been touching with the LGBTQ plus community, you know, there's just, yeah. if you don't understand it, you think like, how could they, you know, how could they be like that? Or, or, you know, these people should not be in this country or their faith is not, is a violent one. You know, if you really don't spend time (laughs) with individuals of this said group that you are, you know, and I'm, 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 we, you and I, we're both guilty of it, right? We do that. We stereotype. Yeah. We, we have these yeah, preconceived sure. ideas, and but they're broken the moment you begin to spend time with people. You know, something that kind of you alluded to me. I'm, like I've mentioned before, half Mexican, half part Argentinian, part Mexican. My mom is Argentinian. My dad is Mexican, and so in this political environment where the idea that you know Mexicans that are crossing over are all you know. Uh, murderers and and or, killers or bad, and bad, drug dealers bad hombres, bad hombres yeah. right um it's hurtful right because it's like i i sit back and i'm thinking that and i'm like there is no you know the 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 norm of mexicans that have come are like hardworking, committed it's families loving and, and and the maybe the exception you can say the exception are those that might fit that description but when the norm, when the exception is presented as a norm and and not as it actually is, then people begin to believe this these these false ideas, and it's hurtful because you start thinking like, man, I'm Mexican, so what does that mean about me? But sometimes, I don't know if you've heard this, I go like, okay, well you're an exception, like you don't fit the norm, like you're different, yeah. right? But yeah. it's like it's like well, and 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 I'm, we're we're talking about this. I'm sure you can, we can apply this to like we're saying how people view Muslims and uh, how a, a Muslim individual may try to defend themselves, or even when you have you know when you're talking about racism and how a a black person may try to defend themselves and say, look, but we're speaking from our own, you know, what we can speak of our own experience with, this, which is being Mexican, and and people will say, okay, like yeah, you're Mexican, or whatever, but you're the exception, right? Like you're you're not yeah. like all Mexicans, like you're just you're just an exception. But is it what? Why is it that when I'm telling you I'm Mexican and I know Mexicans, my family is Mexican, like I'm telling you, know what I'm saying, like I'm telling you this is how Mexicans are, but you choose to believe something that actually goes against your reality, and that's what gets me, what drives me crazy, that people believe yeah. others even if it may go against what their reality actually is, right? You'll talk to some people and say like I grew up with Mexicans, they were cool, 
but no now yeah. i know that they're all <laughs> murderers and, and it's like well what like what changed and i think a lot of it is just that the ideology and beliefs that they want to believe in or that they've been that have, have been ingrained in their in, in people's minds and it's kind of frustrating to see that when you can li literally say like man i have really good muslim neighbors or i've been in school with muslim uh, individuals and they're great you know but i still don't trust because you know they yeah and it's uh, like what? i i i will interject and and say that there have been people uh whether if there have been people who've been white black mexican muslim whatever that have committed horrible things right, right but right. that doesn't ma mean that everybody that comes from that background is like those people who have done such things right right so we need to understand that because when you use one example to clump up a, uh, to generalize right, a whole right. Right. uh people, you know group of right. people that is when you become ignorant right. that is when you become uh it, it's it's not good you know um and, and we need to understand that because this gentleman who shot up these mosques yeah. believed that all muslims were or needed to be killed in that, that area yeah discriminate problem that, you know yeah, exactly yeah exactly but that you know we our podcast is a faith-based one we, right, we want right. to be not just speaking on behalf of my own privileges as an american or as a christian mm -hmm. as a pastor mm -hmm. but as people um who are want to be faithful to god right right right, right? So if it, so, I, my heart goes out to those people that lost loved ones or have uh, family who will be forever impacted right. by this event. I think I think the youngest victim was three or four years old, man. Wow! Can you imagine? Wow. Sebas is what a year or two, a year and a half, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah little Sebas. Can a you year imagine, bro? Like yeah. you're in church and someone, man, like. Ah. That's crazy. I can't imagine. And yeah. I have a dog, right? Like if someone came and shot Zoe, <laughs> I would be like, yeah, yeah. I would be devastated, man. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. For it's sure. crazy. But this, it's um, crazy how, like we're saying, fear, and what you fear, if, if um, we fear what we don't understand. And this individual that came in and created this 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 massacre was just not understanding of of true Islam and and understanding of the Muslim uh people and he believed you know wholeheartedly in his ideology of his supremacy as a white man uh over other people that were different from him from different origins from different lands from different cultures and who spoke different languages um and that drove him to do this thing and it's just amazing how how we will do the same thing maybe not to that extent but when we don't understand several things we will go to sh such lengths to create some sort of whether that be uh i don't know danger for others or hurt, cause hurt to others or just to make sure that we, i'm letting you know that i am better than you and it's just crazy to see that 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 like i going back to that you know that people will believe these you know I, narratives that go against their reality but because they're so sold on that narrative or on this ideology because it benefits them, right? It's like, a, you know, like white supremacists. It's, it benefits their narrative that they are a superior race. Then they'll go to great lengths to say, oh, yeah, this is true. Even though I do have a, 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 a great buddy of mine is Mexican or black or Muslim. But, you know, and so it's just it's crazy to to see that. And like I said, we do this all the time, too, as well in not to the extent of, of going out and killing people, but in our stereotypes of others, right? We're like, oh, look, yeah, 
Yeah. Or, or, or like take it a step further. Have you killed people not with, uh, with bullets, but with words, mm. right? Yeah. Um, I, it, it, the thing is extremes, when people choose extreme sides, they, 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 they start to act, um, in ways that they shouldn't, right. and and this happens in our own churches and in, in our Christian community, uh, when we start to take a, if, if your idea of what is right leads you to want to be violent towards someone, mm. you understand that your view isn't right, right. right. right? So so even if a even if a, a Muslim man were to kill Christians, mm. that view of wanting to kill Christians is not okay, and even if a Christian who believes that they are superior to Muslims, wants to kill Muslims, that is not okay, mm -hmm. right? Like, uh, and, and we need to understand that. Like, if your view on whatever the case, if you think people should be uh, eating macaroni and cheese every day, and then they don't eat macaroni <laughs> and cheese, like, like you right. don't have the right to hurt them based on what you okay. think is right. Yeah, I see where you're going. Yeah, right. Uh, because this happens in churches, and and I know uh, as a as an Adventist pastor, I have mm -hmm. realized that in churches, whether I know as Adventists we promote a vegetarian lifestyle, like we, we say, you know, right. the, the benefits of that. Too. Right, right. If you think, yeah, or vegan, yeah, 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 or vegan lifestyle. If you think that you are, um, that 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 that, that your view on mm -hmm. your diet gives you the right to, um. If it's not with bullets but with words, bring down someone who doesn't eat the way the same way you do. You are mm. guilty. You are guilty of right, hurting right, right. people based on your view. Not no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you get what I I'm get saying? You. I get you. I, I yeah, that that's that was a really good transition to to the church, man. I, I definitely see that. Um, yeah, where when you when you mess with someone's program or this the way of how they've done things, right? And it's just it's amazing because they can just be like, but that's not how we do it, right? Or or this is how we're supposed to do it. And yeah, we begin to I guess show the same spirit, right? Which is of putting others down because your way is the right way and there's no other way but your way, right? It's my way or the highway. And if you're going against that, and I think we do that yeah. in the church too, we have extremes where you know, you're, you're in your position and I'm right and you're wrong. And I'm sure many of our hearers have either been guilty of doing that or, or possibly more than not, they have been, they have experienced some form of hurt or abuse from individuals that were in the church that, um, that it used their position or their authority or their, whatever it is, their religion, their faith to hurt others. And that's just not right, man. That's just like, it's it's just in the same almost in the same sense as what this man did to these mosques of just coming and saying like my beliefs my ideas are better and I'm gonna act out and for many of us it's just it comes to this point and it all comes back because we don't yeah. spend time with these with 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 the people or the things that we are so afraid of right it all comes down yeah. to that yeah. it's like oh, okay I don't understand it so I'm gonna do some research about it but instead of going to the actual person right. You just say, oh, no, actually, Google is telling me this or, you know, my friend told me that they're like this. And then we act out on those beliefs that have been told by, to us. And then we begin to have, you know, it just it affects how we treat them and whatnot. Instead of actually going to the source and saying, yo, tell me a little bit. I don't understand this, this and that. Like, tell me a little bit about it. Can you explain to me 
what this means and why you do that or this. And then you'll get a clearer view from actual the actual source of, you know, what all is going on. Yeah, so, so some, something to, to touch upon. Uh, Sebastian, do you think that God calls people today to be violent, okay, to be violent towards other people for whatever mm-hmm. reason? Do you think God calls, that, calls people today to do that? Only lovingly violent, right, with <laughs> crazy like, kisses and, and hugs. No, no, no. Um, I don't think so. No, I, I, no, no I, I, I don't think so either. So, like, right, right. I, I bring this up because um, in the Bible, uh, we do have uh, uh, moments where God calls the Israelites to be vi- to use violence, you know, to take over Canaan. Oh, and that's, that's going right, to be for right. a separate podcast. Right, but what right. I'm trying to say is Different, God yeah. doesn't call you to physically or emotionally or spiritually abuse others because they're different from you right 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 Right. so so in in um the bible gives us uh counsel principles on how to uh what to do when you uh disagree with someone right right and that is found in matthew 18 uh matthew 18 says you go directly to the person and, and, hmm. and, and I will say, say this, you don't go directly to the person with ready to fight or ready to get right, your point right, across. Right, right, I, I, <laughs> right. I, I, right, I had right. this That's church good. member once that said, Pastor, so-and-so, uh, um, you told me about, that someone said something. Let me know who that person is because I want to go talk. I'm like, right, I'm going right. to hand you over someone that you already are, um, are, are, are ready wanting to fight. To. You're ready to go. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, like, 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 no, that, that you need to say, like, I want to get through this rather than destroy mm-hmm. the other person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. W- what do you think? No, for sure. Um, we just get so hotheaded. Right. And we just want to, and add, this just goes, it just reaches the core. We haven't really talked about this, but the Bible presents humanity as having a sin problem, which pretty much what sin is. It's it's a, yes, a separation between God and humanity, but that separation consists of us always choosing ourselves over others, and that creates a separation between us and God because we never we say I rather myself than you, God, right? Yeah. And this sin issue causes us to to not allow ourselves to really humble ourselves and say, man actually I acted unjustly or I did something wrong. And so I should go apologize. No, no, we always finding fault in other people. And I think Matthew 18 is perfect because it, it just, it does outline how you should go about that. And it, it, the first step it says is like, if you're, if you have something against your brother or if you or um, or if your brother, you know, does something wrong, go and talk to them about it just between the two of you. That's the first thing you have to do. Like you go with them. And I think pushing it uh, or not pushing it, but, but applying it to what we've been speaking about, right? About fears and extremes. When we have these ideas of individuals, right? Um, you know, let's just say, for example, like I think all Celtic fans are obnoxious, right? And I'm like, just because I'm a Lakers fan, um, because of what I've seen on TV, because of what I've heard and because of what other fans have told me. But if I spent time with a friend of mine that is a Celtic fan, then that idea would be like, okay, first of all, I found one Celtic fan that isn't like what all the Celtic fans I thought were, right? Yeah. So yeah. then I could possibly go and find another Celtic fan, and then I find two or three. And then so this idea, this hypothesis that I had uh, before it became a theory or a law, right, in my mind, I was like, let me test this hypothesis. And so then I find that not all Boston Celtic fans are obnoxious and crazy, though I think they are. 
but uh, <laughs> just for the sake of the conversation. So I think it happens in the same way when you do that, when you go to the person, right? If you, for some reason, you just don't understand Islam and Muslims and why this and why that, and are they very violent? I think they are. That's what I've heard. I invite you to find someone that is Muslim and have a conversation with them, right? And you will find, as I found, and as my preconceived ideas have been broken, that your ideas of what it is will actually be challenged because you'll say like, man, this individual is very much alike me, like, like me. And they are nothing. Yeah. And so then you begin to say, okay, let me find one more uh, Muslim individual I can speak to. And then these ideas thankfully get challenged and they get broken because you realize that your reality is different from what you believe. The same thing with, uh, with the, I think we, we, I don't know if we've talked a little bit about it, but the LGBTQ plus community, right? You can have all these ideas, especially coming from the church of, these individuals that they're just monsters and and um, they're just out to get you, you know, kind of like the boogeyman. Like it just they make people, they make it seem like that. And but in reality, when you sit down with an individual, you realize that we are we are human. We're we're very similar, and uh, there's just some differences, and we've just honed in on those differences. And um, I think we need to really take this application and say, look, when you do have this this issue in mind, or you have this preconceived idea. Before really acting out on that idea, you know, go in and talk to someone about it yeah. and say, hey, look, let me and you can still hold on to your view and say, OK, I think this is still wrong or I don't really agree with that. But then you're starting to understand that these are individuals and people just like you. They have to pay rent at the end of the month or, or their mortgage. They have kids that go to school. They have train. you know, they, they, they go to a faith place or community. Um, and you're like, wow, we're not that different. Right. And yeah. so I think taking this really helps us to really not just take anything we hear as a fact, but really just go into the heart of it. And I encourage all our listeners to do that. If you find yourself that you have these prejudices or, or, or preconceived ideas or biases, go to people that are represented in this group and don't just hold on to that. You know, make do, do your own research and find out and say, actually, that's not right. That's uh, not what they believe or that's not how they think or that's not how they act. And I think it's a great key. No, no, for sure. And, and I, it's, it's, it goes back to that principle that's found in, in the book of James. Right. Uh, one nineteen. It's quick yeah. to listen, slow right. to speak, slow to anger. What violence and anger, um, especially, well, I think there is like holy anger, but right. violence on behalf of people today is not from God. Hmm. And I think that's something that we want to let people know that, um, build a bridge, right? Right. Grow like like. How can you help out your community? Mm. Is it by critiquing people who dress, look, eat, talk, smell different than you? Right. <laughs> or is it is it wanting to say, look, I don't believe what my brother believes down the corner, mm. but he deserves the right to worship freely, and he deserves to not be killed, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because they're different than me. I think this episode um, really, right. uh, whether you you consider yourself because this is being used in conservative, uh, conservative and liberal uh, political uh, news uh, places, like is being used to push a political agenda, hmm. and whether you're conservative or liberal, right? May right. we realize that this is not just about what you think. Uh, um, about gun control or what you right. think about religious freedom or what or, you think yeah, immigration about laws immigration right, like right, right, right. like first and foremost understand that um that you have people 
that have lost loved ones. Mm. And may you be an ambassador and say, look, God did not want this. And I know that. And build that bridge, mm. you know, mm. what do you think? No, oh, yeah, man, that's good. Um, I think with the th- that thought that came up when you were speaking is just the importance of humanizing others. I think we become, we get into our silos of faith, our silos of nationalities, where we're just like, all right, I'm just going to be with American people, or I'm just going to be with the Christian faith. But we have to understand that <laughs> there are people outside of our faiths, right, outside of our nationalities and what, and you know, and all that, and. We need to humanize others. And what that means is just seeing yourself in others, right? Yeah. Seeing yourself in like, kind of like the saying says, you know, walking in other sh- people's shoes, right? If you don't, if you don't put yourself in their situation, then you won't understand what they're going through or what decisions they are making. And so I think this is like going off of what you said about James one nineteen, being quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to anger is that before you act out, right? Because listening is something that, kind of is done by your body right but speaking and yeah. anger is what you do you know it's very mm. act uh, uh um it's very active and listening is more like kind of passively because it's you're, you're still actively doing it but you're just taking it in but take time to listen take time to understand and show empathy even though you don't understand you have to understand that people these people are humans and individuals just like you and that's something like like edgar alluded to that's something i'm committing myself to do to be a bridge builder which means just helping others understand and see from a different point of view. Um, yeah. Rather than uh, just, I think it's important to have times where you call out people's biases. And if you have an individual that really is spewing hate and anger and is not aware or woke, as we would term. Um, yeah. I think it's important to call them out. But I think at the same time, there's many type of us that have been, uh, that are not, I don't want to say just deceived, but we just don't fully see the whole picture. And it's important to us to help others understand and see from a different point of view as a bridge builder, right? Connecting people together and saying, look, this person is just like you, you know? And yeah. So, yeah. Edgar, I don't know if you have any, uh, last, I, last uh, words concerning, I, I know we talked about oh, kind of random, uh, not random, but all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had like a moment of, of silence, which, is probably not the best for podcasts, but <laughs> this this is a very serious right, uh, right, right, topic, right. and it, it, we I don't take it lightly. Uh, uh, what I would say is, stand up. We must stand up, especially Christians, because I can speak on the Christian community because I am a Christian and as a pastor, we must stand up for safety of people, right. regardless of their differences with us, and may we call out injustices for what they are but that doesn't give us if you believe uh you know that some things are right or wrong that does not give us the right to harm physically mentally spiritually Hmm. other people Mm -hmm. and that that's that's what i gotta say i I, it's it's a complicated thing we want to hear your feedback on this and and help us you know wrestle with this because right right Mercy. Um, it's crazy. This this is tough. Uh, I there are people right now that the world is a lot more complicated than mm. than our my world right, right now. Right, right, right. And my heart goes out to them. I keep them in prayer that God can give them peace, hmm. and that um, we understand that one day we won't have yeah. uh, mass shootings. We hmm. won't have uh, death and pain, tears, right. death, pain. Right. Um, and we look forward to that day. Right. So 
um, may we promote peace mm. and, and, and love and not in the sense of like hippies, mm. but in the most biblical, godly like manner. Right, right. And um, may we continue to trend up forward, right? Right. That's it. That's it. And I just think my my last thing is just do the research. I know for me, whenever I want to get something new, like a an iPhone or a computer or even a car, like you do your research, right? And then you go in person to the dealership or the location. You meet people that have that and you talk to them like, hey, how's this phone? I see this feature, blah, blah, blah. How's the car? How does it drive? Do you mind if I test drive it? And if we're willing to do that research with objects, why don't we do that research with people, right? Why don't we take the time to really understand people and uh, before we make our decisions on our biases and our our, our our beliefs, right? So I just invite you to make, do their research, take time with people, understand and try to seek to understand them before jumping to conclusions and judgments. And uh, as Edgar was saying, hopefully by doing that, we can keep trending up. We love you guys. We thank you for sitting through this. I know it was a bit raw. It was a uh, raw. It was a bit uh, <laughs> real, but we just hope to be vulnerable with you guys and just to show you that we do struggle. You know, we don't have all the answers, right, Edgar? I know Edgar has more answers than I do, but uh, he's been married longer. That's why. But uh, but we're, we're we're in this together. We're in this journey together. So as long as we can keep continue trending up, then we'll be good. Love you guys. Be blessed. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate us and share our content. Learn more about us by checking out our website. The link is in our show notes. From us to you, muchas gracias. And always keep trending up.